Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Humble Dame coming to you on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. And I just wanted to share with you guys um, my love for books. And today I have been kind of searching around and looking around in this book titled Fasting for Spiritual Breakthrough, A Guide to Nine Biblical Fast. It's by Elmer L. Towns. Again, it's by Elmer L. Towns. And I'm just going to read a little bit of the introduction. If you seek a closer walk with God, this book is for you. At first glance, you would not think so because the discipline of fasting has fallen into such widespread disuse that people do not know its power. But let me tell you about an experience that occurred to my secretary, Shelly Seeger, and her husband, Dave. As Shelly was typing this manuscript, Dave had been asked to interview for a job in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Shelly described this position as an opportunity of a lifetime. Dave really wanted the position, so they agreed to something that they had never tried. They fasted 24 hours and spent much time in prayer. Biblically, fasting and prayer goes together. The morning after Dave had spent extra time in prayer, this long-distance call came. It was from Harrisburg. They offered him the position. Of course, I am not going to guarantee that every circumstance in your life can be fixed by fasting. I do, however, insist that modern Christians need to take another look at this classic spiritual discipline uh, that has been neglected in our day. Richard Foster, the author who has awakened so many people to the spiritual disciplines, has said that there has not been a major book on fasting for a hundred years. Why? Perhaps we are currently so into feel-good religion that we don't want to be bothered with any thought of hunger or self-denial. Perhaps our confidence in activism, such as splashy evangelistic programs to virtually bring into the kingdom of God, has made us forget the spiritual factors in church growth. Perhaps the widespread promise that you can have it all has blocked all thought of sacrifice from our minds. As Foster also suggests, some Christians may have been turned off to fasting because of the way a few monks and aesthetics in the past fasted. They fasted in ways they, that fell into the old Gnostic trap of declaring that matter such as food and body is evil and only the spiritual is good. Thus, we may think fasting is a part of the outlook that maintains any enjoyment of God's earthly Good earthly uh, gifts is tantamount to sin. This trap, of course, is not an argument against the actual practice of fasting, but against its abuse. The disciples of John the Baptist, noted for their practice of fasting, once asked Jesus why his disciples did not fast. Jesus answered them, How can the guest of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? That's out of Matthew 9:15, the NIV version. The obvious was the answer was obvious. As long as Jesus was present with the disciples, they didn't fast. Jesus then said, "The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast." That's Matthew 9 and 15. Obviously, the bridegroom is no longer present in the earth in his physical body. He was taken up to heaven at the ascension, at the ascension. See Acts 1 and 9. Jesus assumed that after he ascended into heaven, those who believe in him would fast. They sh- then sh- shall they fast in those days, Mark 2 and 20, King James Version. 
Moreover, when ye fast, Matthew 6, 16, King James Version, now that the bridegroom has been taken from us, we should be engaged in disciplines of self-denial, enabling us to enjoy something of the closeness to him enjoyed by the original disciples when they walked and talked daily with our Lord. I know fasting cannot only draw us closer to the bridegroom, but it can also accomplish beneficial results in the lives of others who have deep needs. Fasting has transpersonal or social benefits. I'm going to stop there. So I read page 11, 12. Sorry, page 11 and 12. Uh, fasting for Spiritual Breakthrough, A Guide to Nine Biblical Fast. It was by Elmer L. Towns. And I just read uh, the foreword, which was by Bill uh, Bright. This is a, actually a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, I really enjoyed it. I've read it several times throughout the years, but I just still like to go through it because... I am getting better at my fasting. I'm good at it kind of during the day. Um, at night, I still kind of like to eat my little candies and cookies and stuff like that because I'm a uh, what you would consider a curvy, thick woman. I'm a size 12. So I enjoy being healthy, but then I also enjoy eating. So uh, fasting has, is helping me uh, discipline myself. It has helped me to deny myself and has helped break some things, physical issues and things off of my life that I have uh, struggled with. And so I just want to encourage us as we are on this submissive journey, submitting to our creator and opening up to him and opening up to other people that he has for us to be um, in their lives and for them to be in our lives, that we uh, begin to learn self-denial and that um, through self-denial we are submitting because we can actually inflict our body to have our soul cry out to him and be close to him. And it's also, this actually has health benefits for you as well. Um, of course, if you're taking any medications or anything like that, it's probably, you know, best to get the advice of your doctor. Uh, but for me, you can kind of, I kind of fast with different things. Sometimes I'll fast with uh, not watching TV for a certain amount of time. Uh, if you have dietary restrictions, you can just fast and say, I'm just going to drink uh, water or uh, just, uh, yeah, water and, and no juice, no pop. So it's different ways that you can do different fasts. And this book actually gives you nine biblical fasts. They're based off of biblical fasts. That will uh, bring you closer to God. And they have certain um, purposes in mind uh, for you and for your soul and for your family. So I want to encourage you guys to get this book. Um, I am going to be fasting today. And hopefully it will just continuously help me to learn how to submit to my creator and open up to him more. As he has, uh, expresses his sovereignty and his supremacy over my life. He would choose to bring other people into my life, and then I will open up to other people that are safe and that are trustworthy for me to open up to. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. This is Humble Dane with Diamond Chronicles, and you guys have a great day on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. Thanks.